2: Do you know that your prayers today can still aid in the salvation of someone who died years ago? I'm Father Chris Alar. God is outside of time, and since He is all-knowing and all-powerful, He knows every prayer you will ever make and has the power to apply those graces to any point in time, past, present, or future. So if you have lost anyone, especially to suicide, and think that they are eternally lost, you can still help them. God can take your prayers from today and give someone grace at the time of their judgment because he forever knew that you would make that prayer and he wants you to help them accept his offer of salvation. So there is still hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help.
1: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back
3: to Real Presence Live. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I
0: am Emily Liedem.
3: And we've had a great show this morning, just really beautiful visit just now with uh, Tony Mankey about not only evangelization but evangelization through suffering. Um, and speaking of suffering, athletics is hard.
0: Athletics is hard. Oh. <laughs> was that your segue? was <laughs> Wasn't
3: that a great? I think that was
0: the worst. I'm patting
3: myself on the back right oh, now. Geez.
0: We are joined
3: to the phone today by Rick Klein. Rick, are you there? I am. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Rick. Rick, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself first? Sure.
1: Um, I am the. My name is Rick Klein, and I'm the development director for the Aberdeen Catholic Schools in in Aberdeen. And I've been doing it for oh, probably this is my second year. So I've uh, I'm, I'm Roncalli through and through. I graduated from Roncalli way back in 1983, and then my children attended Roncalli, and now we're fortunate enough to have our grandbabies attending. Wow! The wow! Multi-gen- three generations at Roncalli. Three. three generations, and actually, there's a fourth. My mother um, actually she didn't go to school at Ron Colley, but she was the secretary, and she just retired this year after about 50 years in the school. Wow. Holy cow Wow so, Okay, so can Ron you tell me means a lot to me Director
0: yeah. of Development, what does that actually mean? What kind of work are you doing?
1: What we do in, in our office is we raise money to try and provide a Catholic education for anybody in Aberdeen in the Aberdeen area that that wishes to uh, have their kids go through Roncalli, so we are we tr- we raise oh about one point two one point three million dollars every year for the school. Wow.
3: what wh- why are you why do you do this work, Rick? Wh- where do you find life and joy in what you do? Because I think some people listen, like for instance, me. The idea of doing your job, oh, that'd be hard for me to do. Uh, but I know there are people like yourself who who just find a lot of meaning and purpose in it. Where do you find?
1: But. It's it's a it's a passion for me. The, you know the the Catholic way. I'm born and raised Catholic, and when I go to Mass with my family and and I sit and I look around and you see these people that are a little bit older than I am and they look so happy and mm. I think to myself, well, you know, and these these people have been people I've looked up to my whole life. And when I sit in Mass and I, and I look around and I I see these people coming every week to Mass and they've been doing it for years and years and years. There's something going on in the Catholic Church that is just right. It's it's a sense of of, of belonging and a sense of just doing uh, and and being right, and and that means a lot to me. And I want to pass that along to any kid or any family in Aberdeen that wishes to have a Catholic education. That's why I'm here to help with that mission.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you describe a little bit? Um you know, there's, there's a lot of talk around Catholic education right now, especially, uh, well, education in general, as kids are back to school and kind of a bizarro <laughs> year. Um, what's specific to Catholic education? That's not what you're going to get at a public school or, um, even, a, another private school. Um, why specifically a Catholic education? What's the difference?
1: We get to teach about Jesus. Now, in something I didn't talk about earlier, I was a teacher um, in in the public schools for about, so, 15 years. Mm. And there were so many times that I just wanted to say, let's just bring Jesus into the equation and we could fix this issue yeah. right now. Because that's we actually couldn't. the need. Yeah. We just couldn't do it. So, um, you know, and, and we have the unique opportunity to spread Jesus' word, and spread the word of God uh, in church, er, in school. And part of our day, every day, uh, in the Catholic schools, we get to teach religion, and we talk about our faith, and um, that's something very unique to the Catholic school.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick, you guys are, I think, probably about, what, four weeks or so into the the, the school year. How are things going at Aberdeen Roncalli?
1: You know, things are going very well. We're actually into our fifth week of school, Okay. and we started on the 17th. And, you know, things are a little bit different, but uh, Mr. Wise, our, our school president, is a big believer in trying to get us back to somewhat uh, of a normal pattern. Um, the, the things that are a little bit different for us this year, the kids wear masks when they come into school. Uh, but not in the classroom so much. They they just whenever they're in a public setting, public gathering, they're wearing their masks. Um, and then um, when they go to lunch, they do. But obviously while they're eating, they they sit at assigned seats okay. so that if there is uh, if somebody does uh, have the virus, then at least we know who they were with, so that we right. don't have to shut the whole school down. And and same thing. Um, When the kids go on a bus, if they go to an athletic event or whatever the case might be, they have assigned seating so that they're sitting next to the same person all the time. So if there is ever an incident, then, you know, we can do the tracing and it's it's not such a big deal. But fortunately, we haven't had any incidents so far and uh, it's business as usual right now.
0: Hmm. Do you think the students are grateful to be back in classroom together with their friends you know what's been the general disposition of students because this has been a lot for them over the past couple of months um how's how's their disposition
1: well absolutely i think they're happy to be back we were out of school for about five months uh, out of the formal classroom for about five months so the first couple of days when they were back i wouldn't say they were giddy but they were happy to be here yeah They, they really were and you know, when uh, I sit and look out my window and I see parents dropping their children off to school or the high school kids coming on up, um, there's a little extra uh, bounce in their step. Even, um, you know, in years past, it was just something we took for granted. Well, now it's a chance for us to slow down and say, you know, every day that goes by, it doesn't have to be a grind. It's it's something to be happy for. And and I think our kids are, are doing a wonderful job, along with our teachers, of um uh, of you know getting through this, and there'll be life isn't always easy, and this is one of those things that's not easy, but we're going to get through it, and we're going to be just fine so
0: amen amen
3: so we've you've got an event coming up here um about a week and a half or so Sub- saturday september twenty sixth the Rankali Hall of Fame banquet. can you tell us about this banquet
1: absolutely uh we started a hall of fame at Rankali it started actually back in the late nineties and um this year, we've we decided instead of just doing um, general inductions into the Hall of Fame, we broke it up into five categories. And the categories that we broke it up into are academics, athletics, benefactors and founders, employees, and volunteers. So each year, we're going to put one one person or one group into our Hall of Fame from each of those five categories. Gotcha. And this year in our academics... Um, we we were inducting Brigadier General Jeff Hurlbert. He was a class of 1987 graduate, and he's coming back from Washington. He's got oh. uh, he and his family are all coming back, so it should be pretty interesting. Wow! And then in athletics, Kerry Horneman. Uh, Kerry was a class of 1975 grad, and he um, he was known for his basketball abilities at school, but he's also an all-state football player and a school record holder in track at the time. And then uh, he became a professional baseball player. Wow. So that, it's going to be really interesting, and I've been talking to him. He lives down in Tampa right now, and he's planning to come back. Um, and then our benefactors are the uh, Cannon D. Fiedler family, longtime supporters of, of Ron Colley, and actually Kevin, one of, the chil- one of the sons of Cannon D.'s daughter, goes to school at Ron Colley right now, so they'll be inducted. And then our employee is Rose Craft. She just retired after 39 years of teaching math education at Roncalli.
3: Wow. And then
1: our volunteer is Todd Zenz. He's a class of 1981. He's been on our school board for a number of years. And anytime there's a project that needs to be done at school or spearheaded, Todd's our guy. He's the one yeah. that uh, takes it upon himself and makes sure that we get some stuff done. So.
0: Rick, what's the benefit of honoring people in this way? Because I think, you know, uh, sometimes we can get lost in, oh, it's just good. We're going to give everybody a trophy or something like that. But there's actually <clears throat> a real richness to traditions like this. Can you talk a little bit about how you think, um, what, what's the meaning of this for not only the community, but the individuals um, and for the school moving forward?
1: Actually, it's, it's, a, it's a celebration. We have a whole banquet, and we bring back all of the, um, for, for example, Mrs. Kraft. After 39 years, it's one little way that we can recognize and say thank you for everything that they've done for our school and to get it to where it is today. Same thing with the, um, with the academic piece. So many times we honor, all well, athletes or musicians or whatever, but we do very little with the academic piece. And we mm-hmm. thought that this would be a really neat way to start honoring some of our alums that have left Roncalli, gone on and and maybe obtained another degree, and then have done something with that. And then they come back and talk about how everything they've learned and and all those sorts of things, how it started with their Catholic education. So Mm -hmm. it's really a neat way for our people to hear their story and, and see how they've done when they left. And then for our students to hear those stories and say, well, maybe every day that I sit in chemistry class, the teacher's just not... Telling me this just for their own good. This is for my own good, and I have to take in and, and and learn um, learn from what what the teachers are telling me. And someday it's going to pay off. So it's kind of a it's it's almost more so for our our students and and our people in town than it is for the the uh, honorees. Yeah.
3: So what what's the 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 ba- is the banquet open to the public then or the somebody-
1: banquet is open to the public. We usually have about. Oh, 200 to 250 people that will attend, and it's up here at the high school. And we have a nice prime rib dinner and and sell sponsorships and that sort of thing. So it's a, it's a small fundraiser for us as well, but uh, typically the money that we raise goes back into the hall. We, we made a nice, um, nice display so that the kids can see it every day for all these people from the last 20 years. It used to be our Hall of Fame was basically hung on a plaque in the hallway. Well, now we have a whole display so that people can see Um, who went in and and what they've done to get into the Hall of Fame.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think there's something really profound about... uh it's not just for the recipient, but it's for us, kind of like you said, for the students to be able to see that every day and to be able to have that witness of people that are just like them, that have walked through those same halls, um, that are choosing to uh, really invest in the world around them, in the community, and, and to do beautiful work. So, um, yeah, I think that's really, really quite beautiful.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
3: and with some of the you mentioned the stories um, from the recipients, can you uh, tease a little bit any of the conversations you've had with with this year's recipients? What 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 might they be sharing about what difference their education at Rock made for them?
1: Well, um, with Brigadier General Herlbert, he's he's a really interesting story. A lot of our kids, especially our young kids growing up, have this aspiration to go to Notre Dame. They you know to be one of the Irish. Well. Jeff had that same story growing up. Well, he actually got to live his dream and go to Notre Dame. And then while he was there, he joined the uh, ROTC program, I believe, and that's how his career started. But he's going to share a little bit about, and actually he's going to come a day early and spend it with our students in cool. the in assembly form, and, and he'll get to talk to the kids about, you know, because you're from Aberdeen, South Dakota, doesn't mean you can't do something. It, it right. actually sometimes means the opposite. Because you grew up in a smaller town and in a smaller school, you have more opportunities and take advantage of those opportunities and do something with them. Yeah.
0: So. Oh, amen. I think that's that's so beautiful. Do you feel like that's a, a struggle for your, a, lot, a lot of your students, feeling like, hey, we're from a small town? Because we have a lot of rural parishes, you know, that are likely mm-hmm. listening in on this conversation. Um, do you think that's a common experience for your students?
1: I think so, you know, because sometimes they hear it from so many people, well, you're from you know, town A, B, or C, and you can't do this because you don't have the advantages of some of the bigger schools. Well, you know what? Take advantage of the opportunities that that you do have. You know, if it's in athletics, for example, well, you might, if you go to a bigger school, you might not get to play varsity sport until you're a senior in high school. Well, in a school the size of Roncalli, um, if you're good enough, you're old enough. So it doesn't it doesn't matter what grade you're in, and you'll you'll have a chance to do that. And, and same thing in the classroom. You know, if if we think you're able to be in Algebra Two as an eighth grader, well, then that's where you're going to be because you have excuse me you have the um, the ability, and the teachers recognize that, and then we'll be able to help you get to where you want to be. So use that smallness to your advantage.
0: Yeah. How beautiful! Well, Rick, um, remind us one more time uh, when that banquet is, so if listeners are interested in attending.
1: Absolutely, it's September twenty sixth. It's a week from Saturday. Starts at five thirty with uh, social gathering. At six thirty, it will be our dinner, and then the induction ceremony will start somewhere after seven o'clock.
3: And if somebody wants to attend, do they just call the office, website? What's the best way?
1: Absolutely. You can just give us a call, 605-226-2100. Or if you go to org, there is a link to follow as well. Or Mm -hmm. you know what? Even if you you just want to show up the night of, we can make that happen too. We'll have some extra seats for you.
3: Good to know. Rick, any final thoughts you want to share with us before we let you go this morning?
1: Oh, no, thank you. I I appreciate you... uh, being willing uh to to have us on and, and to talk about ron collie and and we do have a golf tournament this saturday as well uh. um good news bad news is uh the good news is that we're full we we filled up the tournament there's 36 teams yeah. and we can put you on a waiting list but um we, we don't ever want to turn anybody down but for right now for this year we are full but we can put you on a list to start for next year how's that? that's a
3: great problem that, absolutely. that's good a problem good
0: problem to have. yes
1: thanks rick Thank you. Thanks for your time, and I hope everybody has a great day.
0: Thanks.
3: You too, Rick. God bless.
0: What an awesome, 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 cool thing that they're doing.
3: And I love that they, like, the, the Hall of Fame, you know, my, my, my poor segue was focusing on athletics, but it's all those different ways that, um, that they're recognizing people, volunteers all the way up to athletics and so on. So what a beautiful thing. Emily, do you know what's coming up next?
0: Did I hear someone say donuts? I think
3: you did. <laughs> yeah. So, up next, one of our great priests, one of our fathers, will be winning a sweet treat. Stay tuned to find out who that is. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwell, and
0: I am Emily Liedo, and
3: we'll be at, we'll be back right after this.
1: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.